This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. Pakistan's Prime Minister is on a two-day visit to Qatar. No prizes for guessing why, as always, Pakistan needs money. Since taking over as Prime Minister, Shehbaz Sharif has visited the usual haunts. First Saudi Arabia, then the United Arab Emirates, and now Qatar. Shehbaz Sharif arrived in Doha on Tuesday. He held talks with his Qatari counterpart, Khalifa bin Abdulaziz Al Thani. What did they discuss? mostly trade and investments, the Prime Minister posed this, posted rather, this message before embarking on his trip. This is the Pakistani Prime Minister and this is what he said. I will highlight the exciting investment opportunities in Pakistan's various sectors such as renewable energy, food security, industrial and infrastructure development, tourism and hospitality. Exciting investment opportunities, he says. Opportunities, yes. But exciting, we're not sure about that. Because Pakistan's economy is a sinking ship. It is a risky bet, to say the least. Their foreign reserves have fallen to $7.8 billion, barely enough to cover one month of imports. Inflation is almost 25%. Trade deficit is $48 billion. And their currency, the Pakistani rupee, is at a record low. So Shehbaz Sharif's first objective was to strike some deals, maybe raise some money, and what is he offering Qatar in return? Assets owned by the Pakistan government, specifically two of them, the loss-making Pakistan International Airlines and the Roosevelt Hotel in New York. Sharif was expected to offer shares in these state enterprises. Did, did Qatar take the deal? At this point, we do not have official word on that. But Qatar's sovereign fund has agreed to new investments. They will pump $3 billion into the Pakistan economy. In other words, it's another lifeline. The second objective of Sharif's trip is LNG, liquefied natural gas. It's really a simple equation. Pakistan needs LNG. Qatar produces LNG. In fact, it is the third largest producer in the world. But right now, most shipments are being scooped up by Europe. They're using LNG to replace Russian gas. The result is this. Pakistan cannot find any gas shipments. They're facing a nationwide power crisis. Shehbaz Sharif is hoping to change that. He wants a new LNG deal with Qatar. Also, he wants to make deferred payments for it. Meaning, you can buy now, but pay later. And I know all of this sounds like a raw deal. Most countries would not agree to it. But Pakistan repeatedly gets assistance from the Gulf. Saudi Arabia, the UAE, Qatar, all of them agree to bail Pakistan out. The question is why? One reason, of course, is Muslim solidarity. Pakistan is the second largest Muslim country in the world. It is also the only Islamic nuclear power. And that gives Islamabad a lot of attention in the Gulf. Many Pakistanis also live and work in the region, including in Qatar. More than 200,000 Pakistani nationals live in Qatar. Most of them work in construction. In fact, they played a crucial role in realizing Qatar's biggest dream, to host the FIFA World Cup. Many of the stadiums were built by expat workers, including those from Pakistan. But the work is not done yet. According to reports, Pakistan's army will be deployed in Qatar during the World Cup. They will provide security during the tournament. The cabinet has already approved the proposal. Now both sides will decide on the specifics, like how many soldiers will be required, where will they be deployed, and what role will they play. And none of this is new for Pakistan. Their army has historically played an important role in the Gulf. It dates back to the 1970s and the 1980s. The Gulf states were rising to prominence on the world stage. And the oil boom was still taking shape. What they needed was some military assistance for training, for security and for intelligence sharing. 
enter Pakistan. That's the only plus point of having an oversized army. You can spare a lot of resources. And I can give you examples. In 1979, the Grand Mosque in Mecca was captured by extremists. Their goal was to overthrow the House of Saud. Pakistan played a key role in reclaiming that mosque. Their special forces were deployed to the kingdom. And the same thing happened during the Iran-Iraq war. When Saudi Arabia felt the fighting could spill over, they called Pakistan. Their soldiers protected the kingdom. And since then, military cooperation has grown. Pakistan has deployed soldiers in Kuwait, in Saudi Arabia, the UAE and Qatar. They trained their pilots, senior commanders, also sailors. Most Pakistani leaders have leveraged those ties. They've used the military relations to secure financial aid. The question is, for how much longer? The Gulf states are now military powers themselves. They can buy weapons from the US, Europe or China. They're also fighting wars in Yemen and Libya. So how long before they cut Pakistan off? And that's the thing about military diplomacy. It only works from a position of strength. And Pakistan lost that position years ago.